G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. This podcast is made available by Vision Christian Media, thanks to the generosity of our supporters. Your donation today means great podcasts like this remain available to help people look to God daily. Please make your donation today at vision.org.au. Coming up today on A New Beginning, Pastor Greg Laurie points out from Revelation how the Great Tribulation will change nearly everything about life here on planet Earth. There is coming this charismatic world leader, the Antichrist, who will introduce a cashless society requiring everyone to take a mark. No one will be able to buy or sell or engage in any kind of commerce without the mark of the beast. This is the day when the lost are found. Cashless Technologies makes it really convenient to be able to buy things and spend your money. You scan and scoot. Did you know the book of Revelation talks about buying and selling? And in particular, about controlling whether you can buy or sell. Pastor Greg Laurie points out today how the mark represents allegiance to the Antichrist. Room for some very hard-hitting insight today. An important study of Bible prophecy simply entitled, What is the Mark of the Beast? So I went to the market the other day and I bought a few groceries and as I was leaving they had a nice little flower section. And I was looking around at different flowers and I usually get my wife orchids. She favors those. But then I saw something I rarely see. They had tulips. And I thought, well, those are beautiful. So I paid for them. And they cost a little more than I thought they should, but they were so impressive. I thought, I've got to give her these tulips. So uh, Kathy comes home a little later and I said, I got you some tulips. And so then she went to cut the stems and she said, Greg, these tulips you bought me are fake. (laughs) I bought my wife fake tulips. So why are we talking about flowers? You're asking. I have no idea. I just wanted to tell you that story. No, seriously. (laughs) There is coming a world leader on the scene who's gonna be, for lack of a better description, a fake Christ, a phony Jesus. He's called the Antichrist. The prefix anti not only means against, and he will be against Christ and his followers, but it also means instead of. Jesus said in the last days, there will come those that will say, I am Christ. And that's exactly what this man will do. But he's a pretender. And we all know his number, don't we? It's 666. More people probably know that number from the Bible than John 3.16, which says, For God so loved the world, He gave His only begotten Son, and whoever believes in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Oh, we don't know that, but we know 666. We get nervous about that number. 
If it's in your social security number, maybe you want to change it. If they give you a new phone number and it has 666, oh, I don't know if I want that number. We know that number is connected to evil. We know that it points to something ominous, and indeed it does. The Bible teaches that there is coming this charismatic world leader, the Antichrist, who will introduce a cashless society requiring everyone to take a mark. No one will be able to buy or sell or engage in any kind of commerce without the mark of the beast. And by the way, this may be one of the most intriguing issues in all of the Bible. There's been more speculation, more sensationalism, more silliness about this topic than any of the other last day's events. Now, maybe 10 years ago, if I was teaching on this, I would illustrate with some things I read in the news about how close we are to this mark. But I don't even need to do that anymore, do I? We all know that the tech is pretty much here where we could be identified by a mark. We read of microchips being implanted in pets and now in some cases even in humans. I just saw a video for a well-known website where they're saying you don't need a wallet anymore. You can just scan your hand or wave your hand and make your purchase. I, I hear that uh, Elon Musk, the creator of Tesla and SpaceX, has implanted a little chip into the brain of a chimpanzee. And I saw a chimpanzee playing a video game with this artificial intelligence added. So clearly we can see this tech is already here. Think about this. The Bible predicted this technology that the Antichrist will harness and use for evil purposes 2,000 years ago. John is on an island in the middle of nowhere and the Lord gives to him what we call the revelation, which is the unveiling of the future. Uh, at this time, there were no computers or tablets or smartphones. <laughs> this was the age of, of spears and stones and wood. Uh, this was incredible that John would have this kind of insight. And by the way, that's why you can believe the Bible. It's the one book that dares to predict the future. Not once, not twice, but hundreds of times with 100% accuracy. Okay, so let's read that passage that refers to the mark of the beast. Revelation 13, verse 16 says he causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their foreheads, and no one can buy or sell except one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him that is understanding calculate the number of the beast, for it is a number of a man, and his number is 666. So God has predicted the future, hasn't he? And by the way, that's not risky for the Lord. It wouldn't be any more risky for God to predict the future than for you to tell me what you had for dinner last night. I hope you can remember what you had. And uh, so when the Lord speaks of the future, it's easy. Why? Because God lives in the eternal realm. So everything is in a continuum to him. So when he says this will happen, he knows it will happen exactly as he says it will. I love this passage, Isaiah 46, verse nine. The Lord says, 
Do not forget the things that I've done through history, for I am God. I alone. I am God, and there's no one else like me. Only I can tell you what is going to happen before it happens. Everything I plan will come to pass, for I do whatever I wish. How true is that? So the Lord has told us this is coming. We know it will. But we don't know when it will happen exactly. You know, there's a lot of speculations, and I mentioned recently conspiracy theories that people come up with about the Antichrist trying to identify him, which is a bad idea, and it's futile, and trying to figure out what the mark of the beast might be. Now, because of the coronavirus, we have the vaccines that are available to the public, and on more than one occasion, I've read articles about, is the vaccine the mark of the beast? If you take the vaccine, are you indeed taking the mark of the beast? So I'm going to answer that right now to the best of my ability. The answer is no. <laughs> it is not the mark of the beast. Uh, no one's going to take the mark of the beast accidentally. Because in fact, as we study scripture, we realize it's not just taking the mark on your right hand or forehead. It's a pledge of allegiance to the Antichrist himself. No one is going to take it by accident. You can either take the mark and worship the Antichrist or starve. Basically no mark, no merchandise, uh, no seal, no sale. Pastor Greg Laurie from Harvest Ministries in California, USA, offering some important insight about the end times on A New Beginning today, specifically about the time of the Great Tribulation. Let's continue today's study asking, what is the mark of the beast? One thing is clear. We've never been closer to the Lord's return than we are at this moment. Now, it's not all bad news because the Bible promises a new beginning. The Bible promises a new world when righteousness will reign supreme, light over darkness, good will prevail over evil. And isn't that good news? Because we read so much bad news right now, horrible, awful things that happen every day in this fallen world of ours. Why are things going to be so much better? Because the Bible says in Isaiah 11:9, the knowledge of the Lord will fill the earth. How wonderful that will be. Right now, the knowledge of the Lord does not fill the earth. Many don't even want to hear what God has to say. One of our passions here at Harvest Ministries is to get the gospel to as many people as possible and to reach unexpected people in unexpected places. And indeed the Bible tells us before Christ comes back, the gospel will be preached all around the world. And then one day the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the Lord. But before that comes, it's going to get pretty dark. And that's what Revelation 13 is telling us with the emergence of this Antichrist figure. Now, if you heard my message last time, which was titled, Who is the Antichrist? You remember some things I pointed out, but in case you missed it, here's a little recap. Number one, Antichrist is coming to deify Satan. He's coming to deify Satan. Uh, Revelation 13, 4 says they worship the dragon. And Revelation tells us in chapter 12, the dragon is Satan. So they'll worship Satan who gave authority to the beast, and the beast is the Antichrist, and they worship the beast, saying who is like the beast and who is able to make war with him. So ultimately, there's gonna be full 
tilt Satan worship happening on the planet. Number two, Antichrist is coming to defy and take the place of Jesus. So he wants to deify Satan and he wants to defy and take the place of Jesus. Revelation 13, five says, there was given a mouth speaking great things and blasphemy and authority to continue for 42 months and he opened his mouth in blasphemy against God to blaspheme his name and his tabernacle. A third thing I'd point out about Antichrist, his time and reign will be limited. He'll rule for a seven year period. The first three and a half years will be peaceful. And that's why some will hail him as a peacemaker. But in reality, he's the ultimate troublemaker. He'll show his true colors at a certain event I'll talk about in just a moment. And number four, he is coming to kill Christians and followers of the Lord. Verse seven says, it's granted to him to make war with the saints and to overcome them. And authority was given to him over every tribe, tongue, and nation. We're also told in Revelation that there'll be some kind of a assassination attempt against Antichrist that he will survive. And when that happens, people are gonna worship him and the devil himself. Now, the Antichrist does not act alone. He has a partner in crime, and that person is identified as the false prophet. Revelation 13, verse 11 says, I saw another beast. And remember, beast is not a description of how they appear, but more a description of their character. Another beast coming up out of the earth. He had two horns like a lamb and spoke like a dragon. So a lamb is a passive creature, a dragon, as we already know, is Satan, so the devil's speaking through him, but he appears, oh, I suppose, religious and pious like a lamb. He has all the authority of the first beast in his presence, the first beast being the Antichrist. He causes the earth and those that dwell in it to worship the first beast whose deadly wound was healed. Antichrist survives that assassination attempt. And here's the verse, verse 16. And he causes both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or their forehead. So he's sort of implementing this mark in the culture. And again, this is in the future. So here's the thing. We wonder, why would anybody take the mark of the beast? And the answer is given to us in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 9, which says, speaking of Antichrist, this evil man will come to do the work of Satan with counterfeit power and signs and wonders he will use every kind of wicked deception to fool those who are on their way to destruction. Listen, because they refuse to believe the truth. It's not that they haven't heard the truth. They refuse to believe the truth that would save them. So God will send a great deception upon them and they will believe the lie. They'll believe the lie. What is the lie? That people in the tribulation period will believe. The lie is pretty much the same thing that goes back to the Garden of Eden. Satan was peddling this thing way back when. Remember our first parents, Adam and Eve, were there at the garden, there at the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, and the snake comes to them, the serpent, the devil, and says, has God said you can't eat of every tree in the garden? Go ahead and eat of this fruit, for in the day you eat, you will become as a God, knowing good and evil. 
They ate of it and then sin entered the world. But what is the lie that Satan was propagating? The lie is simply this. Don't believe the word of God. Believe something in its place. Hey, we believe the lie sometimes too. The devil will whisper in our ear, God doesn't love you. Why do you even follow him? He's against you. That's a lie. Sometimes the devil will say, go ahead and do this thing. No one will ever find out. You'll get away with it. Well, that's certainly a lie. He'll say, it'll be fun. And he'll whisper into our ears these things that are not true. And the only way to know the lie from the truth and to know good from evil is to have a good working knowledge of the Bible. All of us have been deceived by sin at some time in our life. All of us have known something was wrong, but we went for it anyway, right? And if you did, that means you listen to the lie. So now we're in the tribulation period as Satan is pulling out all of the stops for this last big play. He's wanting people to take this mark. I'm sure there'll be a lot of pressure for people to take the mark. I'm sure all the celebrities on social media will say, I got the mark, did you? Have you got the mark yet? Make sure you get the mark. The mark is awesome. The Antichrist is great. And people will be swept up into this and take the mark. Some terrifying times coming during the Great Tribulation. Pastor Greg Laurie pointing out what Revelation tells us about the time after the rapture of the church. And next time, Pastor Greg guides us into the 14th chapter of Revelation, where we consider the 144,000 and the mark that they carry as God's own. Join us again here on A New Beginning. Today's message from Pastor Greg Laurie was called, What is the Mark of the Beast? If you'd like to listen again, just download the free Vision Christian Media app where it's available as a podcast. Or for a copy on CD, contact Vision Christian Store on 1-800-00-5011 or go to visionstore.org.au. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au. 